Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by T-Fury. What is T-Fury, you may ask? Well, I'm here to tell you. It's the original pop culture t-shirt destination, selling unique designs every day since 2008. So they've been around for five years. You can trust them. You can snag their shirts for only 24 hours starting at midnight. Are you missing a shirt from the past and you want to get it again? Maybe that Back to the Future t-shirt you so cherished? Head to the T-Fury Gallery. Their shirts cover all your favorite topics. They've got everything from gaming, movies, pop culture, McFlurries, tilapia, whatever you need. Their t-shirts change daily, so check back as often as you'd like. We won't stop you. This December, T-Fury has some awesome shirts that'll make great gifts for the pop culture enthusiast in your life. So check out tfury.com. That's T-E-E, fury.com, and see what today's shirt is all about. T-Fury, wear your art on your sleeve. Now entering nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. You don't know me, baby. Taking it to the trees. Taking it to the trees. The shy shy. The shy shy. Welcome to Cashing In. This is uh, TJ Miller. In fact, I'm hosting the show today. Very excited about it. Very excited about it. Why aren't we saying that more in conversation? You know, just in that exact voice and tone. Someone's like, uh, how's your weekend looking? Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, yeah? What do you got? Uh, what kind of plans? You know, I was actually going to see a movie. I was going to cry on my balcony and maybe fall asleep alone in my bathtub with a bottle of white wine. Oh, well, that sounds... Uh, are you feeling okay? I'm pretty excited about it. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm pretty excited about it. So, um, as you can see, that's kind of the, the uh, energy I'm going to bring to the show. And uh, Cash couldn't make it to the show to host. He asked me to fill in. He's actually doing a uh, quadrathlon which is like a triathlon, but they add uh, just a brisk game of four square at the end. You know, really, but really, you know, a fast, brisk four square game. It used to be dodgeball, but some kid got killed. Turkey fell on him. I don't remember the story exactly, but 
Anyway, uh, so I'm filling in. I kind of wanted to do kind of my own cashing in. I thought, you know, hopefully everybody had a great Thanksgiving. And, you know, maybe this would be an opportunity to sort of have a, a show that was, I guess, I don't know, more consistently obnoxious, you know? Because it kind of goes in and out sometimes when Cash is here because he's such a positive influence on the show. But I thought I really could. And I did. I actually lined up a pretty good guest. Um, she's going to be here any moment. Elizabeth Banks is going to be here from um, from some – she's been in some movies. I, th- I think – was she in Eagle Eye? That was Shia LaBeouf. Anyway, she she's going to be coming by, and she's got a strong jawline and a back like a linebacker. Um, but a tight end. <laughs> it's another football reference. I do. I miss Cash. He is. He's fun. He knows a lot about sports, and he does really great analogies using sports terms. Uh, but in the meantime, Elizabeth, you know, she runs late sometimes. Sometimes she doesn't answer texts. Um, sometimes I don't have her number even to text. I just tell somebody who says that they know her cousin. You know, would you want to do the show? And I gave her the date. Figured she'd be here by now, but no big deal. It's <laughs> good. Hey, well, oh, God, I just got to sit down. Oof. Cash? I, hey, buddy. What are what you doing? You, oh, I've, I'm just, How's the quadrathlon? I mean, I did the swim portion, but I got on the bicycle and I was just like, fuck this. It's like 120 yeah. miles. Yeah. So what I decided to do was just rest during the bicycle portion. They're not going to notice I'm gone, and then I'm just going to like wheel the bike back to the other side. Probably do the same thing for the running portion. I am looking forward to the Foursquare tournament. Wow. So I'm just going to rest. I thought I'd just take a nap. But to be honest, I'm still kind of uh, tired from that whole giant turkey and turkey pops that we had that last time. A lot time. of people and would say that the quadrathlons, the triathlons are really for the person themselves. To challenge themselves, but I agree with you. I, I do a 15K. <sighs> About so the exhausting. 5th K, I'll sort of stop at a bar exhausting. and kind of hang out for yeah, a bit. Yeah, I'm like, you know, this is a lot of exercise. Look, can I just right pop up in this? K, I'm going to pop up in this McFlurry. Get a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I got a McFlurry here. I just, I just, you know, I, I was riding for about two minutes, and I just yeah. decided, you know, this is going to hurt. Yeah. So I pulled over, locked the bike. The bike's downstairs at the Indian restaurant, and uh, just... I'm just going to rest. What are you doing? Where's your guest? Well, Elizabeth Banks was supposed to come by, but now I'm starting to think she didn't even ever hear from me or know. Uh, I forgot to tell the the person that knew her cousin where the show was. was it's dumb. so weird. I mean, when my guests, you know, agree to do the show, they're pretty solid. Like they just, you know, yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, they're like just, well, that's why I'm not a host. I mean, would you want a host cashing in while you're waiting to do the next yeah, I guess. I mean, I've got 120, you know, it's 126 miles. How long is that going to take people? It'll take people at least an hour. Yeah, I think to so. To ride that far, maybe 45 minutes. Let's do a show. Let's do a... Uh, let's go for it. Let's do a show together. I haven't seen you in a while. It's so good. How was your Thanksgiving? You know, it was terrible. It was sort mm-hmm. of filled with sadness and remorse and okay. self-loathing and fear and anxiety. And the, but the, I'll tell you, so it was the a lot green like bean casserole. The <laughs> green bean casserole, though. I swear uh, to fucking God... That is what it's all about. People say it's about the turkey. I know. That green bean casserole with the fried onions on top of it. Oh, with my the fucking Fruit Loops? God. Oh, Jesus. With the Fruit oh, Loops no, 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 in no. it? It's not. There aren't Fruit Loops in it, I don't think. Oh, that's how we do it in our family. Is it's that true? It's different in each family, yeah, the Fruit Loops casserole. I don't believe that. It's different in every family, but it's, it's you know, I'm glad corn, you're back. I'm glad corn you're, Pops, I believe. 
Corn pops? I believe that. Or turkey pops? I believe in turkey pops. Yeah. As so much as I. I believe in Santa Claus. I believe in the religion of turkey pops. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be just seeing you and sitting across from you again. It's, it's so good to see your face. It looks like you've, uh, looks like you've lost weight in certain areas and gained weight mm-hmm. in others. Can you, can you explain why that happened? My nose is bloated. Mm-hmm. And I've lost about uh, two pounds off my chin. So mm. it's a really different look for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not surgically related? You just lost some weight in your chin? Yeah. Did you do some chin, chin straps? That's a chin what? straps. That's yeah, I'll exercise. do some of those. Yeah. You did some of those chin yeah. straps? Yeah, you got in a few reps of the Strap chin and straps. flappers? Strap and flaps. Yeah. Well, let's hang it and dangle it. Let's drop down a hot, tasty, spicy pod. You ready? Yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Let's do the uh, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, Triple banger lightning round. Ivan Pavlov. Great scientist or stingy with the kibble? Might have been Ivan. Ivan. But Ivan is good. That sort of has more of a, you know. Yeah, Ivan. I was thinking like Ivan Lendl. uh, Ivan Pavlov. What's the question? Well... Was he a great scientist or was he just stingy with the kibble? I, I feel like he was just trying to save money on dog food. I mean, yeah. Like, really, they had nothing to do with the experiment. He didn't care. That's a dog. He didn't, he didn't even care. And you know, here's another sad thing. The dogs seem to get more famous. It's all about Pavlov's dog and not Pavlov. So I'm just trying to bring him back into the limelight, you know? Yeah, I, I think. But he really did. They do. They really slobber when they think they're going to get food. <laughs> you know? They may snap at you and try and bite you. But what, was he? Was his purpose? Was his real like inspiration to do it? Just to try to save money on dog food eventually? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay, okay, good deal. Triple banger, lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question number two, 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 two. two, two. Oh, hit the button there. Uh, owls, exciting though. Owls, nocturnal friends of wizards or stalkers with feathers. Well, moon wizards are friends to all. I know, I know. But they're kind of stalkers, right? Of the bird, they're up of the all avian night. family. They're up all be night. one of the big stalkers. They're up all night. They're in a tree. They're checking people out. They're, they're, their neck can go, what, all the way around? Pretty much. They're, you know, it's, they've got that exorcist quality to them, for sure. Yeah, yeah. An owl would be a good, uh, I don't know, stakeout. Yeah. Artist, that kind of thing. This idea actually came from Chaz Moreno. He wrote me an idea for this one. Yeah. Um, But they're always around, you know? Owls. Yeah, they're dangerous, too. They'll attack a child. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what Matt Bronger says. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know about I've never heard of an owl attacking a person. Yeah, they attack kids. That's what Matt Bronger says. Well, I don't think that makes it true. I mean, who would know better? <laughs> Does he seriously say they attack children? Yeah. Owls. Yeah, he's got a bit about it. Wow. Okay. Okay. He does it in a joke. You remember the movie The Birds, right? Yeah. The Hitchcock movie? Were those owls? Great film. Yeah, those were all owls. All owls. Little tiny owls. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't even think owls are... Bir- are they birds? Are they considered birds? Um... They birds are of prey. Of course, they're considered birds. Are they birds of prey? You know, they eat mice. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? While we're while we're on the uh, the owl tip, while we're on the uh, uh, you know the bird angle, let's do a triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, question three. Three, three. It's going to be it's going to be bird related. Seagulls. Time to give something back. I mean, 
What do you mean? They just kind of take, don't they? Seagulls. They, they what? They're always taking food. They're always like swooping down. Yeah, they're like grabbing the yogi stuff. bear of the avian family. They are. Isn't it time they kind of give something back a little bit? I mean, what what would they give back? Maybe steal something from another person and give it to us. I guess then. Yeah, still- that'd be good. Sort of a, a Robin Hood type thing. Yeah, kind of a Robin Hood seagull, seagull thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm getting upset. You know, seagulls do not attack children, though. And that's really apparently owls do. Yeah, Matt Bronger said so. Yeah, I will. You know, a seagull will swallow an infant live. <laughs> that's what Matt Bronger says. Triple banger auxiliary style. Auxiliary, auxiliary style. round. Triple banger auxiliary. Round. auxiliary yeah, round. we're doing it. We're doing it hardcore today. We're doing it. More effective phone call for not coming to work. Okay, this is where you're canceling work, and I'll do these for you. More effective phone call for not coming into work. Hey Bob, it's Cash. I've got some selective amnesia again. Thank God I was able to find this phone number. <laughs> or, beep, hey, Bob, Bob Rooney. Guess who woke up with gonorrhea again? My jock feels like a team of ants is playing lacrosse on my scrotum sack. <laughs> okay, you have to do that part, too. The scrotum sack it's makes imperative. it a contender, but it's still not... Hey, Bob, Bob Baruni. I don't know if you've been watching the news, but I got a touch of that bubonic plague that's been going around. Don't worry. I'll be at the company picnic on Saturday. Not believable. None of them? Yeah, the first one. First one's the best? Selective Selective amnesia? amnesia, Yeah. More people call in with selective... Why don't more people call in with selective amnesia? I don't know. I mean, if we all were doing it, then it would be considered a national phenomenon. And then people would believe it. Yeah. But if all of us people, have to start doing it. That's what happened to ADD. Everyone started claiming they had ADD. Yeah. And eventually it became a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has attention deficit disorder, don't they? Yeah, you've talked about this. That's very true. I mean, everybody has trouble concentrating. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. What did you say? Uh, and who, fellas? How ladies? often do people say, I concentrate too much? Yeah, who has it's a concentration never. problem? As soon as that happens, too then focused. it's an obsessive compulsive disorder. Oh, interesting. I'm too focused. Yeah. 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 Where were you? That's what we're going to move it along to. Where were you? When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? I snuck into a, a Woody Allen movie, and there was just one lady sitting inside the theater. And first of all, I thought, like, it's weird when you walk into a movie and there's just one person inside. Do you sit next to her? But then if you don't, it's very antisocial. We talked about this, yeah. I, I don't think on the show, though. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's antisocial, isn't it? It isn't. It would make them feel so uncomfortable, it, especially if, you if it's sit, a lady. Like, behind them especially or something. if it's a lady. So I sat next to her. You did? Yeah, I did. In and the same seat? In, in right. the exact same, right on her lap. No, but like next, the seat right next to her? I had one seat between us. Dude, what do you think about that? I think that's almost the right move here. Yeah. Well, the right next to her would have been weird. Did you say, "Do you mind if I sit next?" Oh no, no. I talked to her right away. I'm like, "Are we?" She's she she said, "We're the only ones here, I guess." And I said, and I quickly thought, "I better sit next to her. Like this is getting weird if I don't." So I sat in the seat. I'm like, "Do you mind if I sit here?" And she's like, "No, great." And then we talked throughout the movie. And just kind of talked about right. the movie. And, yeah, and then, and I was really like, became friends with her. I really liked her. Like, I really, we kind of agreed about different aspects of the movie. And then we sat after the movie and we talked about it like old friends. Like, uh, for like 10 minutes, we just sat and talked. And then we walked out to the parking lot together. And, um, 
she uh, she, she came on to me. She actually she no, I'm joking. She, she hit you. She 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 struck me uh, with a crowbar, <laughs> and that's where things turned sour. Uh, no, we walked out the parking lot together, and it was a weird goodbye because do you exchange numbers? Do you? And she wasn't. By the way, she wasn't like um, someone I would would probably choose to date, just uh, in terms of age, everything. You know, um, she was in her late eighties. No, she was. She was. It wasn't really. I, she was probably about fifty, and she was like not super yeah. um, attractive to you, to, to me personally. She had a very attractive soul and spirit, though. I really enjoyed hanging out with her. So I was thinking, like, should we exchange numbers? And I thought, you know what? This is this is it in our lifetimes. We we can't. We peaked already. This was our night together. We're not gonna like relive. It's not gonna get any better than this. Woody Allen movie together, and yeah. we said goodbye. I think she felt the same way. We hugged, and uh, she grabbed my scrotum. And <laughs> no, <I> can't. <laughs> can't make this story. I'm trying to do this a, beautiful thing. Uh, beautiful story. I, know, like, I keep ruining she it. She touched my dick. She hit me with a crowbar. No, I keep bringing up this horrible stuff. It was kind of a beautiful night, but isn't that weird that that's sort of like life sometimes where you just, you know, your paths cross with somebody forever how long? It might just be a little conversation in an airport. Might be a or it might be, relationship, might yeah. be a two-year relationship, but we can't control sometimes the length of how long we spend time with people or we bond with people. But um, I really bonded with this lady, and I still think it was the right decision. I think we peaked at the movie. She got so. a real kick out of the fact that I that I snuck in. Also, oh really? Yeah, she was she was in. You know, she enjoyed that part. And bottom line, they wouldn't have showed the movie if it wasn't for her. So I did thank her because if no one buys did you a split ticket, her ticket with her. I didn't. I didn't. Do you think that would have been the right yes, move? See, you're going to find a way to make me feel bad about this thing that happened, this special experience? No, I think that, that's exactly right. I mean, you sort of, it's really sad, though, what you say that sometimes, like, the first moment that you meet someone or the first week or month of, or the year of the, the relationship is the best. Well, that's what the relationship the was early. meant to be. Yeah, the relationship was meant to be, I think, in the whole scheme of things, this one night where we both didn't have anyone to hang out with yeah. and got to enjoy this thing together and have a great conversation. To try to make it into more was going to be a mistake. Um, you know, but... And, I, and it's weird. I don't even know that I'd recognize her now if I saw her, you know. Um but how long ago is this? This was like a couple months ago, I think. But you know, I've been just a couple months ago. Yeah, and you don't remember her? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I would probably be able to pick her out of a lineup, which is generally how I, you know. What if the people. lineup was all different animals and then her? It, you're right. If this, you which one is the girl you saw the movie with? It's a seagull and an owl, <laughs> and her. I think I would have noticed her. I really get it. But, but you did. Is, you did incorrectly guess that the owl was a seagull. That's also true. In the lineup. <laughs> um, the weird thing about the whole experience, too, though, is is people keep, you know, I'm, the the book is in an editor now, and the editor has said, this is going to create the sneak-ins. It's going to, you know, I don't know if you, if you guys haven't been listening, I like to sneak into things as a hobby. And he's really good at it. And the sneak-ins. He's gone into and I'm, I think I'm, huge sporting I'm one of the best, World Series. one of the best in the, in the history of civilization. And here's the thing. You know, people, the editor was like, you're going to have to have a huge disclaimer and other people are going to do this. And I do get tweets sometimes where people are like, I snuck into such and such. And here's my thing. I'm like the, the Mozart of the thing, you know, and I started very early. I think it's too late for some people. Yeah. Just, you know, you can't develop these skills. I mean, I started when I was just a little kid. I know what's possible. You know, I'm, you, you can't start really late. Yeah. You know, someone like you, for example, it's too late. 
Yeah, it's too late. I wouldn't sneak into stuff. Plus, you're very identifiable at this point. It's kind of too great late at, you. If you're great at doing something, you should do it. And you're great at sneaking into stuff. It doesn't yeah. hurt anybody. The editor was really worried. Yeah. She was like, this is going to um, get you in trouble. You're going to get sued. Um, other people are going to fall in your footsteps. Someone's going to get shot. And you're going to feel horrible. You shouldn't, so be I wrote a disclaimer. you shouldn't be sneaking into a place. Where you Don't can get sneak shot. into a safe. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so that's vault. a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, where were you? Um, I was just here. You brought me some Thai food. Mm-hmm. And speaking of sneak-ins, you, it, you had nice chopsticks. I didn't even see a fork, but I saw the nice chopsticks. And I said, did you take these from the restaurant? <laughs> and you said, yes. And you go, is that bad? And I said, no, it's a, it's a crime of consideration. Crime consider of consideration. Crime. A considerate crime. It's a considerate crime to take chopsticks from the restaurant so your friend can have good chopsticks. We can also go across the street and give them back. Yeah. Would we do that? No, I mean, I, I want the chopsticks. <laughs> they're, they're good, like wood I just chopsticks. had a huge breakup. I don't have any chopsticks yeah. in my place. Those were carved yeah. from a wood tree. They're wood wooden tree, chopsticks. A wood tree. And this this fork is made of uh, metal. Yeah. You're going to keep the chopsticks, wood. I feel like, and you're going to leave the uh, the fork right here, aren't you? Yeah, I might throw it at, at someone like a meter mate or somebody. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate Thank you for uh, thanking me. I, I, I do. And it, it was weird because I, I looked over like I really was stealing something. As I had the to-go bag and I was looked over at them and I was like, are they going to see me do this? And I waited till they walked around the corner and then I did it. And then I said, what if TJ can't eat with chopsticks? I couldn't remember. I figured you could. Ah, also, I wasn't sure. If, yeah. And so I said, well, I'm going to have to steal a fork too. And that's how it all started. And then I, then I <laughs> it's thought, just you know what? a gateway steal. It's a gateway uh, steal the chopsticks and then the fork. And you might wonder why I, I, I also grabbed a ladle. Yeah, you did. And I thought, well, because, you know, that's kind of a running gag on our show. And it'd be funny if I, if I got him a ladle too. If you attach a chopstick, if you duct tape a chopstick to a coffee mug, that's a ladle. It is a ladle. Yeah, yeah. If you if you if you attach a chopstick to another chopstick, and then you carve out a little indentation in the <laughs> chopstick, that's a ladle. And if you carve out a second indentation on the other side, not only is that a double ladle, you got yourself a little thumb holder. You know, <laughs> you can really get a grip on that thing when you're ladling. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, let's move it along to essential questions of human nature. Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. I mean, this might even be more of a practical living in the modern age, but I mean, should drive throughs be a little bit more full service? I feel like between that first and second window, I wouldn't mind a car wash. You know? Yeah. Shouldn't we throw car washes into the mix? In the drive-thru? Drive yeah. I That's a practical good. Even living. just a real That's quick... That's a practical that is, But even just a quick one. Just a single rinse and blow-dry. Mm-hmm. Wait, a blow-dry? you really short, yeah. Okay, so a haircut, too? No, you know the blow-dryers that go oh, up right, to dry right. the car? Right, Yeah. You know, the car wash is a really pleasurable place if you're depressed. I know you've been feeling really? a little down lately. Yeah, to just it feels go good. through a car You don't wash. feel a lot of... It feels good to just... Have the the scrubbing, the rinsing going on. You know, I don't like having the car clean. That's the downside. So I always like throw some dirt on it afterwards and go back through. Yeah, but I'll do that. It does. It's pleasurable to go through a car wash. It's hard to be in a bad mood inside a car wash. 
Yeah, it yeah. is a modern miracle. Yeah. Quite I wonder what experience. the record is. People just doing that back. Going round and round. Just round and round. I would do that. I know. You should do that. Maybe I'll do that today. Yeah. Yeah. I just forget to put the antenna down. That's the only thing. I mean, you should. No way. Yeah, you got There's no way to remember you, that kind of thing. Your antenna's broken. Don't have, yeah, they don't really have it. There should be a smart there. antenna yeah. where it just knows. When it gets watery enough. My essential question was, um, are we getting out of hand with people wearing, like, I understand that it's not quite as fancy on airplanes as it used to be. Yeah. You know, where people don't wear a suit and tie. But uh, people are, like, wearing pajamas now. I, people are, like, bringing their pillows yeah. and, like, their teddy bear. Like, I've actually seen a grown man with a teddy bear. I don't need to be going on a flight and seeing a guy put his retainer in before he goes to sleep. Yeah. Like, it's getting a little bit too sleepy time for me. Really? Like, I'm I'm really almost getting, like, really? Are you brushing your teeth on the... Now you get your retainer in, you got a teddy bear, you got a snuggle... It's not a snuggle party, okay? I like I'm not going to snuggle with you. Sleep. I like people... aisle 3B. I like when you sleep on, you know, a plane, It's it brings it closer to teleportation. That's why I disagree with you. Oh, I like sleeping on a plane. I just don't think you should... Be the so full pajamas? Time. Okay. Should so you, sleep in a suit. Well, you don't need a suit. Look, trust me. You know I wear sweats and like comfortable. Yeah, stuff. you're dressed like one of the people that you hate right now. <laughs> Just a holy shirt, slumber pants. I I don't need um, I don't know, like bear slippers that are shaped like bears. How have you seen anybody on a plane with bears? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Pretty much every day. Pretty much pretty everything. Much every day. And I don't need a pilot dressed that way either. No, certainly not. If you see a pilot dressed, you do with not want your pajamas, pilot in pajamas. You yeah. don't want your pilot in pajamas. You do not want your pilot in pajamas. <laughs> that goes for your life. What about too, a pilot with a retainer? Pilot. I don't need to see that. I don't want the braces work. Better full, a retainer than the like a gear, teddy bear the full head gear. Did you ever have headgear? No. Nah. It's devastating. To but try to sleep with an it? actual, it's so medieval. You actually sleep with a thing over your head. Did you uh, ever see those? Where you attach oh, it to yeah, this thing yeah. on your teeth and it pulls your teeth back and all you night. Had it? Yeah. And it, and well, what happens is you wake up in the middle of the night and you throw it across the room every single night. You can only last a couple hours. It's really painful. Jeez. It's a medieval thing. Oh, while you're sleeping, we'll just actually physically pull your teeth in the direction we want them to go. And that's going to fix this. Uh, it's, it is, it is medieval. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's medieval to make people wear it. It's like a form of torture socially. Yeah. Let's talk guillotines. Gu- okay. Where do pe- guillotines? Guillotines? Maybe, maybe guillotines, yeah. Where do people buy those now? You got to go to where a do you specialty get, where do you medieval get a good, place. Where do you right. get a good guillotine? Don't you, don't, they, you don't go to 7-Eleven and get a good... You, nobody's buying them now. Yeah. No one's selling them, I should say. I mean, yeah, you can't... You should be able to get a guillotine at uh, Home Depot. Have we really evolved as a species so much you that you can't get a guillotine? We've evolved so place. much, so much as a species that you can't get a guillotine at, at uh, Home Depot. Yeah, you should you get be everything else. To. You can get a fucking, you can get a, a, a blowtorch to torture someone with. You can get a grill. You can put someone's hand on. Why can't you get a guillotine? <laughs> You can get a compound miter saw at three in the morning. Yeah, right. Exactly. Sometimes you wake up. Every and need other one of those. implement for killing someone is at yeah. Home Depot, except for a guillotine. Go all the way. Now they do have the impl- they do have the things at, at Home Depot that you could make a guillotine from. So I guess that's that would be their defense. I don't know if they were to defend themselves about this charge. Yeah. What do you think? Well, there's you can also get the materials to make a gun, but who has the time or the 
you know, the mastery or any of that to be able to make a gun. That's true. That's true. You got to sell the ready-made guillotines. It's the only way to have a successful business model. <laughs> no assembly required. You couldn't even get an IKEA guillotine. An IKEA, an IKEA, team. Uh, IKEA, IKEA an team. IKEA team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you need to put those together yourself. Also, what I call sort of people in there, like 15, 16 years old, walking around in Ikea. Yeah. Those are the Ikea teens. Yeah, yeah. Let's move along to Tweedalize. This is a, it's just a working title. Let's Tweedalize. Uh, until they think of a better name for it. This is Tweedalize. Yeah, some people call it... Uh, uh, some people call it... Uh, when you close your eyes, do you tweet? Some people, uh, others, you know, Scorpions fans, um, they like to call it, uh, I'm still tweeting you. <laughs> I'm still tweeting you. There's you two fans, you know what they like to call it? Right. Well, the tweets have no name. Well, the tweets have no name. <laughs> There's a lot of different names for it, just to kind of let you know. Oh, that made me tired. I have to look up your <laughs> tweets right now. I'm going to look up your tweets. All right, here, I've, I got him. I brought him off. Do you have your tweets? Yeah, because I was trying to my work phone for... isn't working now. Right. Hold on. So we, we'll, do, we'll do one of mine and then one of yours. Okay, okay. Okay, so... Um, when you favorite your own tweet, it's like masturbating in the room you grew up in. It's okay. That's one of yours. Yeah, it's okay. Do you ever... <laughs> Do you ever favorite your own tweet? No, not really. I've done it, you know, maybe less than ten times. I didn't know that was possible. Um, yeah, you can do it. Really? I just do it when I I reread it. it makes me laugh, which is rarely. It's only happened ten times in the history of Twitter. To read, you retweet your own tweet. When I'm incredibly depressed, I look in the mirror and say, "That's that Yogi Bear money. That's that Yogi Bear money." <laughs> then and only then I cry. And that's not true, but that was when I was crying. Yeah. I think the Yogi Bear experience is carrying you through these hard times. I don't know. Yeah, you know. I think I think it's uh, if know. you try to fuck people over at all costs, but can't because you have empathy, then you're sociopathetic instead of a sociopath. <laughs> you know, that's in reference. That's a good to one. Some of the you have a, a lot of Twitter followers. I have a fair amount of Twitter followers. Um, uh, lots of them. Starbursts are delicious until you consider what they're made of. That's true. Mm, what are they made of? Um, you know, uh, I think gelatin, like horse parts and weird. Really? I mean, it's really weird. What is that substance? That's, uh, you know, it's, I think it's gross. I think it's probably pretty gross. Yeah. It's pretty much seagull food. Um. I love when someone says, I understand there's a little trouble in paradise, when they mean, I understand you bought a shotgun and twine. 
So you, there's some dark, there's some darkness right now. There's a little bit of darkness. Life. And it's I feel, starting to bleed through. I don't your... feel, I don't feel bad about it, but I do feel, yeah, there's like 140,000 people that have to sort of suffer through You're mediocre going through. tweets. This is the, they're going to call this cause you know, this is, they're going to call this the dark period. T.J. Miller's dark period. period. The yeah. blue period, you think? Yeah. I've been cursing a lot more also. Yeah. Cause I don't give a fuck. I'll talk shit on any bitch. You yeah. know what I mean? I can, I've noticed that you're, you're really profane. You know, I'm a motherfucking uh, uh, shit eater. Fuck it. <laughs> so this is my blue period. Yeah, yeah, blue comedy. Which everyone needs to have that. Everybody needs to have at least one. Yeah, and you know, people get to see a different side of you, a more philosophical side during a yeah. blue period. Uh, a little bit more of a, a angry, frustrated side. And your tweets, you know, well, it's not, your tweets yeah. characterize a little it's bit. Although I don't angry. think the Starburst tweet was uh, even. Well, actually, even that, the Starburst you know tweet. Do you want to know the sad? Do you want to know the saddest reason about that Starburst well, tweet? Yeah, this is such a sad story. So I moved out of my lady friends. Uh, you know, it was my houseboy Turl, and right. I moved out of her um, place, and I I didn't have a bed, so I had to go and buy a bed immediately to quickly be able to move into another place. Yeah. And it's very interesting when you walk into a mattress store and you have to buy a bed that day. It just changes the whole thing. There's no, like, come sit over here. I just said, what do you have that's firm and I can cry into, you know? Because I've left the person that I love more than anyone else in the world. What, What? Where do you, where do you, what are the ones that are waterproof near the head? And so she said, you know, uh, well, we got a, you know, we got a couple of beds. This is a really nice one. I said, here's exactly what I'm willing to spend. She's like, well, you know, I have some good sale items that are just above that. I go, no, that's not it. I'm the saddest guy, <laughs> which give me two options. And then I just lay down into each of the options. And then I said, okay, I'll take this one. She said, great. So do you want to, when you, I was like, can you deliver it, you know, today? And uh, she goes, oh, you know, she's scrambling. Really, really sweet woman. Although, remind me at the end to tell you that I think they had a con going. Okay, okay. Her and her other uh, employee. Okay. But, um, you know, she's scrambling to get it done, and I just sat in front of her desk as she's, like, filling out the paperwork and stuff, and they had a bowl full of Starburst. Yeah. And I just was eating the Starburst, just sadly, slowly opening each Starburst, tasting it, thinking, I do, I like cherry the best. Every like fifth or sixth starburst, eating a lemon one just to remind myself of how bad they can be, and then going back to. And this really happened because like I think you told me this. I think you might have told me this story. Yeah, I'm not joking. It doesn't. It's, it's not funny enough to be a joke. No, and it really happened. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and were what you? Do, cons- what do you mean? Yeah, well, this I'm, is a story. Were you from considering? Life. Yeah, were you considering staying? Uh, at the store. Do you think it would have been sadder if you had stayed at the store? Just for the rest of the night? Slept Just, in the mattresses? Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty sad. But it would be fun. I think it would be fun to sleep in a mattress store. You could get on each different one. <laughs> Why don't more people break into mattress stores thinking. with their, their lady friend and kind of, you know, bounce around, try each of them out? That's pretty gross. Now, for a post-breakup gift, you know, I brought you chopsticks today. Yeah. But for a post-breakup gift, what about bringing someone a mattress? I thought you'd need this. Yeah, that would be, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, you know. Did anyone help you with the move? No, I, I mean, I got movers and stuff. And then 
Because as a friend, I, I was a little hurt. You want you want to be able to be there to help your friend. No, with but yeah, I don't want any friends. This had oh. to happen really quickly, and really sadly, and had to be a clean break. And uh, so I just had to have it done. I couldn't have friends over there, sort of doing. It was just a really sad thing. It's sad when yeah. you're packing up your stuff. It's sad yeah. when you live with someone. Yeah. And then you, you know, and it's 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 even worse, I guess, if it's their place and you have to move out. So you sort of pack the the room that you you sort of lived in or or worked in. You slowly see it break down into exactly what it looked like before mm-hmm. you started moving in. You mm-hmm. just sort of yeah, you're like resetting everything down to zero, and you're not truly, but you and you sort of and you have to kind of leave and be like okay here's the empty room there I used to live i mean it's really devastating we've talked about that sometimes it's like your stuff makes you less happy than just not having as much stuff well yeah, i got rid of a bunch of stuff i threw yeah. away like f- four or five boxes full of shit you know and it's some it's it's weird though you wonder when you have a breakup i think part of the hopefulness in you once you keep i kept a, a quite a few things that you know were like pictures of us, stuff like that, um, things that we had bought together. Because some party wants to believe that you're going to get back together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Well, that was Tweedle-Eyes. Yeah. The but blue just period. the sad, the, the eating the Starburst. The Starburst. And I must have eaten, I'm not joking, maybe 40 or 50 Starburst, maybe 60. Did she say anything? No, because the bowl was very big, and she knew I was going through this breakup. <laughs> But it went through these. You told her about the these breakup? periods. Yeah, it went through. Is that these, another thing? Because I will tell. Because I was trying to get a lower price. Oh, <laughs> you're using the. It was breakup negotiating. Yeah, you have to. I mean, that's how I got her to stop trying to upsell me. Is I just said, look, I got a terrible breakup. I need a bed today. Would you call that a practical living? I mean, that that could be. Yeah, useful. you can do that. I mean, I thought about that. I was like, you could probably come in and lie about breaking up with someone or getting divorced and get some sympathy. Yeah, but I also thought they must hear it a lot, so they kind of they balance oh, sure. out. At the bed store. Yeah, but I, I are, swear are, to God. The be- are they at the bed store? Are they like the new bartenders where people call in, you know, come in and they need to talk to you about their problems? Yeah, I think you could bang out psychology, like therapy and a bed buying experience at the same time. Just have psychologists there that while you're laying down. They should have a therapist at the bed store. Yeah. And be like, now why do you think, because it's not about the mattress, why do you think you haven't been sleeping better? <laughs> we sold you a great mattress. But why do you think you haven't been sleeping? What do you think it's happening in your heart that makes you not sleep well yeah that kind of thing just just i i actually i'm gonna say right now just like maybe over 50 starbursts and the starbursts were pretty much like 40s even gross and it was more than 40 it went through this it went through this disgusting it's like at first it was like wow like what was going on in her mind she's like at first it's like wow he's kind of like he's falling apart you know he's really into these starbursts he must like starbursts and then after like 15 she had to have been going oh he's He's really, really sad. Then I think right at twenty five later, she's going. He has an eating disorder. He has a problem. He's he's eating his feelings right now. And then I hope that at like around thirty Starburst, she was like, I, I I can't even appreciate what he's going through. That this is happening, and so I I need it's not it's beyond an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. It's now become, you know, he has a toddler body, obviously, but it seems like in this instance, this is the weirdest way that he's manifesting his sadness. And then I got to admit, I think, you know, the late 30s, early 40s in terms of, of the, the Star Wars. Wars pieces. I mean, I was running out of cherry 
and you know, great or strawberry. I was running out of the good Starburst, and I right. did. I didn't even want to bring this up. I, I really. This is the saddest part of all of it. I did. I ate about five, four or five lemon Starbursts in a row because I had gotten down to the bottom. I was you really were, scraping no the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. The Starburst and barrel. still eating the Starburst. The Star Barrel. It was so sad. And then the saddest of all was as I sort of signed it off and saw how much I was spending on this bed, I had bought our bed previously and left it at her house. I saw all this stuff and I just went... Uh, you know, I'm spending so much money. I'm so sad. You know, this this woman and I got a bed, and we wanted to. You know, we so we got an expensive bed because we were like, well, we're going to be together for ten, twenty, thirty years. So, you know, why not spend the money now? I took a I took a few Starbursts for the road. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I grabbed a couple Starbursts and I I put them in my. In my pocket, and I left, and I didn't think twice about it. I didn't even mention yeah. it. I, I, I didn't even. I was so sad. I wasn't even like daring her, wanting to see if she was going to be like, Are "You sure like those Starbursts?" She never mentioned it at all. And I took, you know, the rest. I really, I took the rest of the, the cherry and the strawberry and the purple. I took the rest of the dark colored Starbursts, okay. and you left, left some lemon, just it, with lemon, and then whatever that other terrible one is. Yeah. Do you, you don't think she had seen anything like this before? Not at that level. Not does, Starburst should, at that level. I mean, based on her theory, she should have a red phone on her desk. Even she picks it up. He's yeah. he's eaten Eat. fifty three Starbursts. I think it's time to bring somebody in. Even like a heavy set man or woman who's who's kind of candy is their vice still feels shame mm-hmm. in that moment, and that prevents them from going past the twenty Starburst mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's. I mean, it really was. The saddest. Did you consider? Okay, you had that bed at your. You had the bed that you were leaving. Did you consider buying the new bed, replacing the bed at her house with the new bed, taking the other bed? Would she have even noticed? Yeah, she would have noticed. I mean, I. It's such a specific situation. I mean, the details are. Yeah. Not really important, but it's it is. I, when it came down to it, I had to leave without telling her I want this thing from the house. There was yeah, nobody, this is my no television. Way to divvy stuff up. Yeah, there was just no. You just I, wanted I had, to be classy and put, just yeah. Well, and I had put you know so much of myself, including just you know money, but also just like trying to decorate the place and make it more livable, make it a home instead of a house. But evidently, and I I can't bring that stuff with me. That doesn't yeah. Well, evidently, you also left all the candy lost from cost. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from you, Halloween you at those, her house, you consider those a lost cost, uh-huh. which is when you think you know you get divorced and you're like, ah, she's taking half my stuff. She's you know, or I have to pay the stuff, or she's taking all this furniture. You need to include that in the price of the relationship. It's a sunk cost. All the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. For yeah. all the things that are, you know, for all the the good things that happened in the relationship, that's part of your, you're paying for all those things in a good way. And like, that's what it costs to have had the great experiences with this person is whatever you lose, you know, financially or whatever coming out of it. And what, what makes it not a sunk cost also is you end up learning something. Yeah. You have that, to that you, that you won't, that you won't really know for another month or two, but you end up 
looking back saying, yeah, maybe I could have done that differently or whatever. And then you apply it to the next relationship. Yeah. You have to look at it like that, I guess. You and, do. and maybe one of those learning, maybe one thing you learned was to grab the knapsack of candy. Starburst. Just Starburst. Of, of sheer, if Starburst from the previous Halloween. Sheer Starburst. <laughs> when and I'm talking candy. And to leave the lemon. I'm sheerly talking Starburst. <laughs> okay. People say, sheerly, you can't be talking about Starburst. And I'd be like, sheerly, I am. It is sheer Starburst from here uh, on out. <laughs> Let's move it along to. Uh, um, practical living in a modern age, shall we? In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you Practical Living in the Modern Age. Um, practical Living in the Modern Age, I, I feel like not enough people are, are, and I do this sometimes, so it's not, I'm not being a hypocrite here, but I, just wearing Band-Aids for fashion reasons, it's a lot more effective than getting a tattoo. It's not quite as permanent. What you do is you put a band-aid on an area of your body that you want to attract people's eyes to. Yeah. Like I'll put one on my shoulder, which I think is a very just attractive part of my of my, my man body. Yeah. And then, you know, they and it also is a good conversation starter. Yeah. How come more people aren't doing that? I don't know. It's a I mean, lot they are, simpler. They're good, yeah. They're a good one. And you can get different colored ones and ones with tattoo prints. But yeah, just the flesh-colored Band-Aid. I think that'd be yeah. cool. I agree with that. Yeah, okay. Okay. And the other thing I wanted to say was just the amount of people that are having the barbed wire tattoo. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see somebody... I'd have a lot more respect if you just had some barbed wire around your around your shoulder or your wrist or whatever, wherever that tattoo is. Yeah. Some real barbed wire. Yeah. That would really impress me. Yeah. Because the, the tattoo of version of it, yeah. the tattoo version of it isn't quite... It only hurts once. Whereas the barbed wire continuously hurts. Exactly. Crown of thorns, man. I'm big into the crown of thorns. I wear those all the time. <laughs> let's finish up with maskers. What do you think? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. I love this one. And by the way, we get so many good ones. And please just don't be upset if I don't read yours. Sometimes I'm not very organized. Sometimes I get them at different times. Write them down. Some of the amazing ones I write down, and I want to save for a special live show, and then I, you know, lose that sheet of paper. All I'm saying is I'm a complete. Um, I'm just so disorganized. So, but thank you for sending all these. They're so funny. Um, let's see. This is. Uh, I want to say. I'm not sure. Joa Ortega writes. I know it's already late, but raisins. Aren't they just zombie grapes? What do you think? Raisins. Yeah, zombie they grapes? kind of are. I like that. I like that one. I like that one. Zombie they are grapes. sort of zombie grapes. Zombie grapes. Yeah. Uh, Craig Eeks writes, proper protocol when someone objects at a wedding. I think it's weird that there's the. Have you ever projection. seen that happen? Though? I've never seen it happen. I think it's a, just in movies, but I but I think it's interesting that they have that even as a as a thing now. It must have been an old timey thing. They don't do it that much anymore. But it must have been an old timey thing too. That was kind of like, you know, I object. These two should not join houses because it will be bad for the political state of. You know, there must have been something like that. We should do a, a, I mean, we shouldn't because it's so cruel, but a Is it an joke. opening to somebody who's in love with the bride? Mm. Is that the deal? I think so, right? Is it? Is it just, it's like one last chance. If you're friends with the bride, if you guys used to date, if you're still in love, if you think she's making a mistake, 
of Jack Now or Forever Hold Your Peace, and you sort of in that moment have well, to Well, here's say, what I think it is. It's a show, right? The, the wedding, to some extent, is a tiny bit of a show. Yeah. Everyone dresses up. They have costumes, et cetera. It's the only thing that adds a little suspense. You know, every show needs a suspense. Yeah, suspense. Will moment, someone sure. object, right? Yeah. Isn't that the moment uh, yeah. that there's a possibility things could go haywire? That's the only thing that really can go wrong, right? Yeah, I think so. So um, I think a, pr- a mean-spirited practical joke show would have, if we went around and we did go and object at different weddings to see how people respond. I think that would be a good one. Should we what do that? Called? Um, objection. I'm trying to think objection, Your Honor. Objection, Your I object. Well, and you'd need a gavel. Maybe, maybe even bring the, the gavel. You know, with you. I don't know what you'd call it. We're gonna have to think about that. Tweet right. us about that. Yeah, tweet us. Let what us you know. Think we'd, Which should, a, we'll do a reality show. Prank show. People would, prank show. People would get. It's a reality prank show. It's really speaking real of prank. reality pranking. I've got a real problem here. It looks to me like the race is now coming back around again. If I get on my bicycle. I can get back into the mix and yeah. finish this triathlon. I mean, you've you've come so um, far already. Yeah, I mean, uh, that was a lot of fun. I'll tell you, that was a lot easier than the 126 miles I could have been uh, riding. Yeah, no, I think this was the right decision. Thanks for having me, buddy. I'm gonna. In fact, I got about. I'm just gonna let you close out the show. But thanks for having me. Okay, I got, I got about. Okay, right. okay. Later. Bye, bye, Cash. See ya. Okay, well, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Wow, he really he jumped out of the window and onto his bicycle. And just didn't fall at all. I mean, he just started. He got his feet landed on each of the pedals. He's an incredible cyclist. Laziest guy I've ever met in my life. I think laziest guy. Well, I just appreciate you guys kind of listening to me. It's you know, like I mentioned in a previous podcast. I don't know. It's just a little important. I know it's not always hysterical, but podcasts should be a little bit more than that. At least I think that's what Cash tries to do with his. And, you know, it's important to sometimes when the laughs subside to at least listen to and learn from other people, which I really tried to do in this last relationship. But when I listened really close, it just sounded like she didn't really love me anymore. And I didn't want to listen to the same voice in the back of my head. Understand that you'll go through a grieving process, much like that of death. Uh, when you, if you are in a breakup and you do feel close to buying a shotgun and twine, please uh, call my cell phone directly. Uh, it is 303, and I can't give out the next three digits, 4204. So if you can figure those out, that's a good thing to spend time just trying to get your mind off the relationship is figuring out what those three digits could be. There's literally tens of thousands of combinations that can be done. Um, yeah, I mean, thanks for listening and thanks for coming to the live shows. It definitely, it, uh, makes it all a little better. I hope you, uh, well, I hope you're not eating Starburst right now because that would truly be the saddest ending to this show. But if you are eating Starburst, sadly listening to the end of the show, make sure you you don't don't keep eating the Starburst after the show. That's the saddest one. Maybe take one final Starburst, slowly unwrap it, right as I'm talking right now. Put it into your mouth. Feel the chewiness. Enjoy the sort of the liquid. It's clearly artificial, but still tastes good. Chew it a few times. Swallow it. And uh, that's the end of the podcast. And take that little wrapper and throw it into the waste paper basket and know that you'll be able to start looking for another Starburst soon. Maybe in three to five years, but soon.
Now leaving Nerdist.com. 